0: Something within society is changing. I'm telling you now, over the past few years, specifically during the period of COVID, we had the most incompetent leaders within the history of the world lead us into a state of paralysis and total tyranny. And fundamentally, trust within institutions and governments has just been declining and declining and COVID was the cherry on top in which really highlighted this turning point. I believe many young people like myself are now turning their heads and looking at these incompetent leaders within government because no one trusts these political leaders anymore. And what does this mean for society moving forward? Today, I want to look at a Jordan Peterson clip. That he did an interview in which hasn't been released anywhere else yet and he specifically goes over the incompetence of Canada during Covid and I think it relates holistically uh, to the whole world in which is incredibly incredibly interesting. If you do want to go on this journey with me trying to find the truth trying to make society a better place then please do subscribe to Dantons and check out our website Dantons.com for more.
1: Hello everyone I'm Dr Jordan B. Peterson I'm the author of three books maps of meaning 12 rules for life and beyond order, 12 more rules for life. I've been asked by the Honorable Preston Manning to say a few words about our nation's response to COVID. So let's lay out what happened. We faced an unknown threat of indeterminate magnitude. So a new disease made itself manifest on the horizon and we had no way of calibrating the severity of the illness. We panicked. We then used the panic to justify the imposition of a tyranny that was modeled for us by an authoritarian state led-
0: I think one thing that COVID really did highlight, specifically in the UK, was this lack of collective moral spirituality. We need a sapiens some sort of spirituality, some sort of moral compass and code in order to unite us. If you look back at history, animism was the first form of religion. If you study history, you see that all religions, religions have fundamentally been a, te- a fundamental tenant for societal flourishing. The reason why is because we have had the ability to align ourselves collectively towards moral good, towards something greater than ourselves. But during the period of industrialization, in which you had the democratization of science and, and, and really education at scale, this led to the debunking of the conventional myth, as present within let's say Christianity so what you've seen thanks to industrialization is the democratization of knowledge and information therefore leading to less spirituality less observance of collective goods such as God and this has led towards more individualism thanks to the obsession of industrialization to focus upon persistent uniformity in factories working daily this has led towards more individualism less family less friends more time spent on our phone individuals are fractionalized atomized And I think during COVID, what this really highlighted was a lack of real moral collective compasses. We need, as sapiens, some sort of moral collective good in order to unite us. And instead, I think you can see evidently now, in comparison to a mystical deity, in which we all observe to some extent, Instead, we're now observing a tribe-like thinking type ideology in which we're focused upon climate alarmism, we're focused upon Covidism, we're focused upon racial inequalities, etc. All of these ideologies have fundamentally become very tribe-like, and it is extremely dangerous for any of a society in which isn't united towards anything. I think there are two hallmarks of someone incredibly stupid. Firstly, someone who doesn't believe there's any utility within religion, and secondly, someone who believes that religion is, 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 is absolute dogma. And obviously the reason I say that is because I think it's somewhere in the middle in which there is value. There is value towards moral compasses and codes. There is value towards these collective myths in which tell a fundamental story about humankind. There is so much value within that. Now, does that mean I believe in a mystical deity within the sky that, you know, has a physical presence and thus, kind of, we go to an afterlife? No. But I do believe there is deep value within emulation of the spirit in which one needs to thrive, in other words, God.
1: By the Chinese Communist Party. So in our foolish panic... We abdicated our political responsibility, and we copied the first mover, which was essentially communist China. How did we abdicate our political responsibility? Well, we turned over the necessity to consider a multiplicity of options to hypothetical experts on the public health front. And I would say that was an abdication of responsibility because first of all, we turned those public health experts into political figures having to adjudicate between a number of competing ethical claims and we also our political leaders and ourselves as citizens allowed our responsibility to be usurped by these experts in a time of hypothetical crisis we then manipulated public opinion in the most egregious possible manner
0: so before we get to that i just want to say I believe, and I've observed over the past few years, we thought when China started embracing capitalism more evidently, we thought that China would become more like the West. It would become less autocratic, less authoritarian. But instead, the opposite has actually happened. It seems that we have become more like China. The West has become more like China in comparison to China becoming more like us.
1: We then manipulated public opinion in the most egregious possible manner, using a collusion between corporation, primarily the the pharmaceutical industry, government, and media, who all colluded together, to use fear to impose tyranny. And we did that... not only by manipulating public opinion through the media, but by using opinion polls to sample that frightened public opinion to justify the imposition of restrictions on our basic rights as a consequence of response to that public opinion and then to lie in the aftermath of that and claim that that was all based on science. All of that was a lie, as I know full well from talking to people who were advising political figures, including conservative political figures, during the epidemic itself.
0: What people need to understand is that we live in the age of information. This new era that we're entering into, going out of the Industrial Revolution, is fundamentally characterised by the cyberspace, the cyber economy. And when you have a small group of people within the world who control the algorithms, it is evident that that is going to lead to mass manipulation and just the utter scandalous nature as to what happened during the COVID-19 situation, specifically, as you can see now during Twitter, on the COVID files. What we saw in the UK was the most incompetent leader in the history of the universe, Mr Cock, Mr Hancock, sorry, whom totally and utterly exploited his power. In fact, Mr Hancock, the most lovely leader within the history of the universe, he was revealed over the past few weeks in which his WhatsApp messages revealed the use of conspicuous fear through the media in order to basically push his agenda when it came to vaccinations. What type of society do we live in, in which the cyberspace is such a fundamental point Of discourse communication however governments in the media and these private companies such as twitter collude with the government in order to purposefully push and conspicuously push their ideology their political ideox that is the definition of fascism when one imposes authoritarianism in order to silence one side of the political debate that is fascism by definition and what is even more outrageous about this whole situation is the lack of awareness from any people within the mainstream media front, the BBC, Fox etc. None of these organizations have even taken into consideration the fact that these private companies did this. What this really shows in my opinion, and especially after the situation within Iraq as well as a few other situations over the past few years and which really have just led towards the disintegration of trust within political leaders, this really has just ruined an entire generation when it comes to trust within politics. Why would we trust any incompetent leaders who went to Eton, they went to Oxford, so they had a trust fund at age 15, and therefore they became a politician, despite the fact they had no competence in regards to building a company, judgment, whatever it was.
1: We suspended our basic rights, including the rights to travel, the freedom of association, the right to bodily integrity, and there's barely a more fundamental right than that.
0: And what seems very funny on that front is the fact that literally a few months after the pandemic, or at least the peak of the pandemic, the same people whom were directly imposing their authoritarian narrative in regards to the necessity of everyone getting a vaccine. They were the same people who, a few months later said, my body, my choice when it came to abortion. It's like, make up your mind. You can't have both wins there. There was no consideration for people's skepticism. There was no consideration for people's concerns. In fact, the authoritarianism, this absolute necessity of vaccination, this lack of any bodily autonomy from the individual standpoint, really, I believe, heightened the conspiracy, conspiracy theories and this kind of skepticism people have when it came to the COVID vaccination and the fundamental whole pandemic. You need to allow discourse and discussion to elicit trust. A way to not elicit trust is to lie to people, intelligent people within our society.
1: And the right to freedom of speech, Uh, we did the latter particularly by persecuting people who dared to say anything against the panicked response to the hypothetical COVID epidemic. Here's a rule of thumb, for everyone to consider in the future. Imagine there's a crisis. I suppose now we believe the next one is going to be on the climate front. Imagine that your response to that crisis is a kind of paralytic fear. Then imagine that you use that fear to justify the imposition of any tyranny you feel merited, and you do so while accruing power to yourself. Well, you've just demonstrated that you are not the right leader for that crisis.
0: Isn't it just crazy, reputable doctors, people who had reputable competence, people who were competent fundamentally were banned from speaking, they were demonized within society because they had an alternative, op- uh, alternative opinion. Do you understand how ridiculous that is? And I think this really ties back to this idea of the death of God by Nietzsche, in which he noted the fact that within the era of industrialization, this atomization of the individual, this fundamental loss of a moral compass in reference to a collective deity, I believe has led really towards just an obsession, a pseudo-scientific and religious obsession over ideologies. And What you saw during COVID was an instantaneous cling towards a tribe. This really just highlights the atomization, the individualization, the lack of collective meaning people within our society face. And boy, you can see it on the climate front, in which it's a pseudo-religion, in which the earth is the Virgin Mary, in which Greta Blunderberg for some reason, analogous to Jesus Christ. And you just have this absurd, absurd, relentless alarmism, which actually is not rooted within science whatsoever.
1: So what else did we do? We did untold economic damage which has not yet unfolded to the supply chain around the world. We're going to starve tens of millions of people as a consequence of that and put a lot more people into absolute poverty as a consequence of increased energy and food prices. We have no idea what we did on the inflationary front yet. We've seen banks begin to fail in the United States, and we have no idea where that's going to end. So um, that was all a part and parcel of the panicked response.
0: We- I said this during COVID. I said the inflationary period in which we are going to see after the pandemic is fundamentally going to cause so much damage, mental damage, you know, mental illness, death, suicide, when it comes to the inability for people to pay their bills and thus they fall over into the line of absolute poverty. And for a disease in which according to the world health organization solely has a two percent death mortality rate i'm not sure if that was justified i think we should be able to ask those questions freely
1: we've damaged the population's faith in both public health and science for at least a generation maybe more because if i was a young person looking back at what happened over the last three years um, i would certainly be disinclined to trust either experts or politicians again in my life.
0: Oh yeah, for sure. I don't trust any politician today. I'm incredibly sceptical, and for good reason. Now, many people can call me a conspiracy theorist. I very much argue against that term. There is nothing wrong with questioning narratives in which we hear within our society. Otherwise, you just walk in blindly to mass incompetence
1: and the damage to public suspect, health i suspect the consequences of that as it, as it unfolds will be that more people will die because they're now afraid, they're now afraid of such things as vaccines that would, that would have died if we would have just followed sweden's example for example for example, for, 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 for instance and left people the hell alone i don't know how many of you who are listening who know listening this but now sweden has has the, now has the Least excess excess deaths deaths in Europe, Europe. and And so the Swedish model, which did involve vaccines by the way, but no lockdowns and certainly no mask mandates. We lied through our teeth about masks. masks. There's no evidence whatsoever whatsoever from randomized randomized controlled trials, trials, which are the only form of trial trial that matter. matter. We lied through our teeth about the utility of masks so that we could look like we were doing something and that's on you politicians
0: and by the way science is by definition the acknowledgement of ignorance that is literally what the scientific revolution was it was the acknowledgement of mass levels of ignorance but within the COVID pandemic within the situation over the past few years science was not the pursuit of ignorance science was the pursuit of undisputable dogma in other words if you disputed if you said anything against the so-called consensus narrative, then you were demonized, you were cast out of society, you were kicked out of your job. I mean, what is that about? That is China. That is communistic type of thinking. That is autocratic, just utter tyranny. The fact that people can even defend this stuff, I just, I just find it in- incomprehensible almost.
1: Who pushed that. Um, we also circumvented the scientific process Well, approving the vaccines, and we're gonna pay a big price for that, and we're certainly not done paying that. Um, And then I would say to the conservatives who are listening, we failed as conservatives uh, because we did not abide by or attend to the law of unintended consequences, right? We had a crisis of unmeasured magnitude. That was the new illness. We put in incredibly restrictive policies to hypothetically cope with it. We lied about the fact that those policies were justified by science. We we, we wreaked untold economic havoc on our society. We- by the
0: way, this is the really interesting thing. Nothing is going to change because the fundamental incentive structure, the organizational structure within government is not aligned correctly. The structure within government within the West is more incentivized for political leaders to play status games in comparison to solving real issues. And if you've studied companies, I invest a lot of money into companies, specifically early stage companies, and I've realized that organizational structure incentives run the world. For example, companies like Nokia back in the day were literally leading organizations, however, their incentives failed, people started playing political status games in comparison to making real products and to making real progress, and therefore the company collapsed to the launch of the iPhone. The same is very analogous and true and comparable when it comes to governments today. The governments today, the incentives are skewed against making real progress, going against the consensus, truth-finding as I would call it, but instead they're incentivized, the political leaders are incentivized to play status games in order to look good. That is so dangerous, and that's what we saw during COVID. That is why this was both the fault of the Conservatives, of the Tories, of the Labour Party, every single party. This was not the blaming of one party over the other. This was a fundamental highlighting of the collapse and the utter absurdity, the skewness when it comes to incentives for the political system in the current date. And at least as far as I'm aware, nothing is going to change until we have a real revolution or some sort of absolute Change and, and and reformation in regards to the current structure of government within today's age
1: we hurt the educational opportunities of children and We failed to attend to the fact that the reaction to a crisis can produce a worse crisis than the crisis itself So all things considered it's hard for me to see how we could have possibly had we done nothing at all in the face of this so-called pandemic things would have turned out better than they did. So I think there's ample room for all of us as citizens, and especially those of us who were leaders uh, during this time, to be as ashamed of ourselves as we possibly could. And perhaps what you could remember from this particular talk is that, in our panicked idiocy, we copied one of the most authoritarian societies that's ever existed on the planet, and that would be the Chinese Communist Party. So. Pretty damn pathetic, all things considered. We should seriously be ashamed of ourselves.
0: Oh yeah, tell me about that again. I just think this was by far the biggest level of incompetence within modern history. And trust within organizations, trust within the media, trust within these corrupted politicians is at such an all-time low. It's beyond comprehension. There needs to be change within society, and I believe we need to find the truth. So join me on this journey at Dantons.